This is the podcast. <laughs> and we can't go with that. We can. It's, we can. We can no, go with that. Uh, Do it one more time. Go on. Ready? Go. This is the podcast. I talk over. You. Oh, sorry, I did talk over to you over the start of you there. So I'll do three, two, one, then you go in the gap. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. This is the podcast. I'm happy with that. I promise you, you won't find two people more excited for a Monday afternoon than oh, us. Yeah. yeah, it's good to see you all. Good that you're all doing all right and everything. And we're excited about meeting up with you lot. But I just want to start uh, with a bit of honesty at the the very beginning of the working week here. Everton Football Club is ruining my life. I cannot bear it. Uh, Everton fans will probably feel the same feelings whilst listening to this rallying cry that Zed cars. Uh, a mix of hope and despair at the same time. That's what it is being an Everton fan. Uh, Everton Football Club's a bit like um, the ring in Lord of the Rings for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm obsessed with it, but I know at the same time it's diminishing me the longer I kind of walk around with it. And sometimes I feel invisible in pubs too. <laughs> Uh, so we're on a, a terrible losing run, Everton. Terrible losing run at the moment. Everybody's injured. It's really bleak times. Uh, and obviously they lost to uh, Brentford yesterday in one of the worst games of football I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, so it brings me so much pain. We've got the, the... It's come to a head because we've got the Merseyside derby on Wednesday. That's so, the match you really want to win. That's the match you really want to win. Uh, obviously, Liverpool are our nemeses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to absolutely batter us. There's no two ways about it. They're going to batter us. So if you're in a bad place right now, what are you going to do Wednesday? Well, this is it. I, I, I don't want to watch the game. I can't put myself for any more stuff. I was such a miserable so-and-so yesterday. I really... I'm ashamed. I want to apologise to my family. I, was, I had a right cob on <laughs> after we lost yesterday. I had to go for a walk. And that's honestly true. I had yeah. to go for a walk. Uh, use a bit of blue language, which I was told off about as well. Uh, it's ironic it's called Blue as well, isn't it? <laughs> so I, I want I want to get suggestions from uh, yourself and our listeners here on Home Time because we're one big family on this show. I want to do something different on Wednesday night whilst the game's on, whilst yeah. the derby's on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's mindful and calm. I'm not going to watch the game. I want to turn my phone off and just during those 90 minutes do something else. Okay. Complete, completely something else, right? Okay. Not not board games, because obviously I'm a big board game fan. That's what I would normally do anyway. Yeah. But I, I want something that's the, the furthest point from the stress and pain that football causes me. I'm open to all suggestions. I think I've got an idea. What I'd like to do is check out the price of it first. Oh, really? In, a, in, in four minutes' time, if it's not too expensive, I'll suggest it. I found the activity for you. I've checked it out price-wise. I think it's reasonable. £10.99. Would you spend £10.99 on a peaceful, mindful evening? I would. If it meant... The way I felt yesterday after we lost to Brentford, I'll, I'll spend anything to get out of that vibe. Airfix. Oh, a bit of modelling. bit of modelling. £10.99, for example, and there's so many kits. Yeah. But you could go back to yours and my childhood and you could make a Spitfire for £10.99, comes with all the paints and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I remember? I remember I'd be so jealous. I remember making a Lancaster bomber with me dad yeah. and getting the pilot stuck to the enemy finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the bit at the end. I could actually... That would be good. I could tell other people that I've done a bit of modelling in the past as well. <laughs> 8, 8, 12, fit. This is a great suggestion. Thank you Thank very you. much. It's good dad joke uh, that well. is, That's a good dad joke as well. And it's just at the start of the show. Andy says put up your Christmas tree. Nothing will drive you more insane than untangling fairy love. That's such a wind-up, isn't it? I'm getting annoyed <laughs> even thinking about it, but less stressful than watching Everton. Steve says, uh, help survive stressful football matches by getting yourself a focus calm and learn to de-stress while playing games. I've just clicked on the link. It's like a headpiece that you attach to your phone that sends, like, positive electric vibes through your head. Have you seen the way we play, mate? You need about three of them. <laughs> it's going to sort it out. Uh, we've got Arthur on the line. Arthur, what is your suggestion for something for me to do on Wednesday? Uh, paracording. Paracording? Now, paracording is you make paracord weave bracelets and um, pendant holders and so on, so you can make yourself a bracelet. Oh, uh, pay- Like Tom Hardy and stuff wears them. Oh, right, because I don't know about you, Richie, when I first heard that word, I was thinking 
in the sky. I was you know imagining I mean? this is something off the back of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> nice title. I would do that. So these are like Tom Hardy's got one of these. These are famous now. These things are they? Yes. Yeah. There's a few. If you Google paracord bracelets, they are everywhere. And I make them. So I have done just that. I have just Googled it, and it's exactly the same price as what it would be if you were going to airfix that um, Spitfire that I suggested. Brilliant. So I mean, maybe as as we let in our fifth with twenty minutes to go, I'll just be making the third bracelet, and I'll be fine. <laughs> Yes, it'll take you 15 minutes maximum to make one, and then you can sell it and make a profit, you know what I mean? Oh, there you go. Little money spinner. Yeah, perfect. So, a question for you, right? Uh, Do you ever get to a stage where your football team uh, brings you more pain than joy? You don't need that in your life anymore. That's where I'm at with Everton Football Club. Even though I love them, we're shocking at the moment, and I'm actually scared of the Merseyside derby on Wednesday night. Imagine Rondon with his massive bum walking around in them huge shorts he wears, up front on his own. We blowing blowing out of his bum like a dad playing five sides. I can't have that. I can't watch it. So uh, I just I'm after suggestions for something mindful I can do on a Wednesday night rather than watching him walk around. Anything done naked is always more relaxing and chilled. Says uh, this text yeah. message. I thought that was just a personal bit of advice from you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is from Simon and Helen. Right. Uh, although we will admit that at this time of year it's chilled in more ways than once. Say Simon and Helen, the committed naturists. So are they, is that like watching football naked? Is that what they're saying? Or just doing something else naked whilst the football's on? I think it could be anything. I, I, I think they're just saying to... <laughs> I think they're just saying to, to get naked on, uh, on Wednesday evening. OK. Do eight, what you want. Thanks, thank you very much. That's a very helpful bit of advice, guys. Cheers for that. <laughs> Couldn't get any worse, could it? Really. Catching a glimpse of myself like that, bending <laughs> down to pick up the remote. Oh, God. Cheers for your suggestions about uh, a mindful thing that I can do on Wednesday night instead of watch Everton get absolutely destroyed by Liverpool in the Merseyside derby. Helen from Bristol says, you need to get into stickering by numbers. Super mindful and relaxing. Lovely. Stickering by numbers. No shortage of ideas. Uh, Matt, what's yours? ASMR, my friend. Is that where you tie each other up? <laughs> Very similar. Very similar. What is ASMR? <laughs> I'm literally typing into Google because I can never remember what it stands for, but I know exactly what it is. So it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Okay. All right, right, David Icke. What's all that then? (laughs) Don't compare me to David Icke, please. Um, You know those tingles you get on the back of your neck and when your hair stands up on the top of your head? You know that feeling you get? That lovely, relaxed feeling? I'll tell you where I first got it was when I was at the hairdressers. You know when when somebody's sort of putting their fingers in your hair? You know that feeling when you 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 get your hair cut? (laughs) Yeah. And you get that lovely, relaxed feeling, and that's exactly what it is. And you can get it through different things. It can be triggered by things like somebody rustling through paper. I get it from typing. So sometimes if I'm on the phone to somebody, I can hear the typing in the background. I get this feeling. That's a good point, actually. They've just put a new keyboard in here in the main studio. It's got a lovely feel to it. It's very calming just to even tap away at it. So do you, do you think I should do this, like go into another room whilst the Merseyside derby is on and uh, and maybe listen to someone walking through leaves or something like that? Forget the football. Absolutely. You need headphones for it. You need a decent pair of headphones. Pop those in. YouTube, ASMR video, relax, absolutely beautiful, and you'll forget Everton even existed. Or just take that keyboard home and fire off some emails. Joy, it's a lovely... Listen to the typing sound on this. Have a little listen to this. Go on, go on. (laughs) Oh, that's gorgeous, isn't it? That's that's nice, but it's too quick. (laughs) It's not the first time he said that, is it? Home time on a Monday night with Bush and Richie, the radio show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. 
One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Could you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself 500 quid? It's been a while since we've had a winner, isn't it? So hopefully this next person is going to be our hope for this week. Her name's Helen. Welcome to the show, Helen. Hi, everyone. You okay? Yeah, we're good, Helen. How confident are you ahead of this competition tonight? Um, medium, about 60%. 60%. Have you had a good luck weekend? Anything happened over the weekend that's been a good sign? Um, <laughs> I met up with a friend last week and then she sent me through a message saying that she tested positive. So I had to go for a test yesterday. I'm negative, so that's fine. Yay, Yay. there we go. I was where that was going for a second. (laughs) I was thinking this isn't my definition of luck, but there we go. (laughs) Helen, this is a good juncture to move on to the rules, I think. Um, We're going to give you seven questions. Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and the present day. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven questions correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time is up, the game sadly ends. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll get trapped somewhere, probably. Yeah, just to warn you, you do get trapped in the decade that you're you're stuck in if you can't complete the cycle. Which decade would you like to start with, Helen, and we'll calibrate our machinery? Um, Well, let's start at the beginning. We'll go for 60s, okay? Okay, 60s. Helen, good luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 60s. The Beatles gave their first live American television performance on which show? Um, oh, um, the Ed Sullivan Show? He's correct. 70s. What was the first name of Basil Fawlty's wife in the 70s sitcom Fawlty Towers? Sybil. Sybil, yes. Uh, 80s. What fruit is also the name of the princess who is kidnapped by the evil Bowser in multiple Mario video games? Um, oh, name. Peach. Peach, correct. 90s. Who knocked England out of the 1998 FIFA World Cup finals in France on penalties? Germany. Nope. Um, Brazil. Keep naming teams. Um, France. No. No. Spain. No. 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 Think hand of God. Uh, Argentina. Yes. Naughties, is this it? Was the debut album, and time is up. You're a loser, and you have lost. Ah, Helen, you were doing so well. Oh, throw me that, that football one. Unfortunately, you are trapped uh, in the noughties, which means you're going to be wearing these incredibly baggy jeans with a chain attached to your wallet for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh. Hard luck, oh. Helen. You did really well there. Uh, but uh, oh. England and penalties, it's its uh, affected so yeah. many people, and now it's got you. Uh, no yeah. winner today, which means we play again tomorrow. And if you can't wait until then, you can play our Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker right now by simply saying, open the Through the Decades game. I find it very easy to fall asleep and uh, there have been occasions in my life where you fall asleep in places that you really wouldn't want to. But over the weekend, it hit the world of sport. I really really feel for Mark Williams, legendary snooker player, Uh uh, who unfortunately crashed out of the uh, the UK Snooker Championships uh, over the weekend. Uh, He fell asleep during his game. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Because you get to sit down, don't you, when the other person's you do. having a go? So when the other person's at the table, obviously the other player is, is sat in their chair in the corner of the room with just, you know, holding their cue and all that kind of stuff. And if the other person is at the table and, and they're, you know, amassing quite some break... Taking ages. Taking ages, you're sat in the chair for ages and you end up nodding... So he's nodded off. See, back in the 80s, you were allowed to smoke snouts and that would have kept you on your toes. Whereas you haven't even got that now, have you? I haven't got that now, no. The game's um, gone. The game has gone. I once fell asleep. I once fell asleep during a block party gig at the Roundhouse. Oh, my. How did you fall asleep at a gig? Were you seated? <laughs> I was seated. I was back row, cheap seats. Uh, it was a Friday night. I was tired. Um, there is no... I mean, what there... a review for block party. <laughs> <laughs> Straight asleep. Have you ever been caught napping? Because this is the thing, right? Poor old Mark Williams, he's been caught napping. It's on telly. I got caught napping. Got Natalie going, Oi, wake up, block party, you're on. Yeah, helicopter's on next. Come on. No, for me, right, I, I, I fell asleep. No, I got slight legendary status for a bit of school because I got told off quite badly by the teachers. I fell asleep uh, during a uh, Shakespeare play. We went to Stratford-upon-Avon. Defendable. And uh, it was Romeo and Juliet. Oh, right. And I nodded off through quite a bit. I had a good old sleep. It was brilliant. Woke up right at the end. It's great. Everyone has died or something, you know? <laughs> if you have been caught napping, you fell asleep and you're, you, you, you know, you're dug out for it, tell us about it. What was it? Where were you? Chris says, in a nightclub many moons ago, I was caught napping. Next thing I remember was being thrown down the stairs by a couple of bouncers that sobered me up in no time. I lo- Do you know I love people who fall asleep in clubs? <laughs> My friend Kester's one of the worst, like, serial nightclub sleepers. He fell asleep, like, face forward onto a fruit machine in a nightclub <laughs> in Cardiff. Absolutely brilliant. Dave says, many years ago after a big night out, I was on the night bus home and nodded off. When I woke up, I found my head resting on the lap of a BA stewardess who was on her way to a flight at Heathrow. She said, I looked so peaceful, she didn't have the heart to wake me. Uh, this text here says, uh, I was once caught napping at a Mickey Flanagan show at the O2. No reflection on Mickey, says Holly, but it was after the first child-free outing into London for a very long time. I was adamant on sightseeing everything. All I achieved was an early night, which with three kids was a usual Friday night. Isn't it horrible, though, when you feel yourself going? You almost yeah. have to have a little word with yourself to stop yourself from nodding off. John says, after a week of police night shifts in Edinburgh, uh, we all went to a nearby bar at 7am to celebrate. I jumped on my 8.40am train, intending for Inverness, fell asleep and was woken up by the British Transport Police in Dundee, comfortably asleep in the baggage cage. <laughs> what a legend. Uh, right, Caroline, it's your hubby that's caught napping. Who is he? His name is Gary, and we was away at a wedding in Sorrento, a friend's wedding, and, um, yeah, we'd been drinking from early, early doors, so he was extremely intoxicated, and I turned around and saw him asleep next to a speaker, which was literally about twice, five times the size of him, just <laughs> out cold. <laughs> wow, sleep on a speaker. What an amazing bit of work. I bet he didn't even spill any of his drink. I know. He did definitely his drink. <laughs> what was the next thing that you did? Did you did you wake him up or did you alert people yeah, to no, what had he happened? Woke up, he woke up of his own accord and carried on, went up to the bar and got another drink. <laughs> God, he sounds like a legend, this guy. An absolute legend. Uh, Scott in Loxwood says, uh, Chaps, I fell asleep in the front row of Les Mis in the West End. My wife was far from pleased... Still still brings it up now and again, ten years after the event. Fantastic, they never forget. Uh, one more, Steve. Many years ago, working nights in a warehouse, I leant against one of hundreds of pallets waiting to be loaded that night. I fell asleep standing up. When I woke up, I was alone in an empty loading bay, still leaning against the remaining pallets. What a legend. 
Anyone else feel a little bit kind of flat and tired and stuff at the moment? Like, we're, we're not talking about the Everton game again yesterday. I just mean, like, it's been hard, isn't it? It's suddenly gone really wintry. Yep. Everyone's flagging a little bit as well. We need that little booster. That's why tonight we've decided to go and have a home time show team night out. Yes. But we thought we'd do something a little bit different. Uh, this might be on me slightly. I've gone ahead and booked us a board game evening. Might be on you slightly. <laughs> 100% on me. <laughs> so you know that I'm, I'm a massive board game fan. Yes. I love board games. I've got too many board games. Keep buying board games. We'll never stop buying board games. But uh, I want to try and involve you guys in this, and I think it'd be the perfect diversion from stressful times. Now, I'm not being dragged along unwillingly to this. I'm not the cause of us having to do a team-building night out. But I am intrigued because, obviously, for me, I'm not as massive a board gamer as you are. But you're quite a competitive person, so that might be a a board game thing as well. I am. I I am board game curious. Board game curious. Yes. Come on, put your keys in the bowl get involved tonight but I thought you might love this right the, the game that I picked for us to play this evening on our little board game cafe is uh, a game called uh, Ticket to Ride which Ooh. is about trains no I'm definitely train curious so you're, you're into your trains you've yeah. got a train simulator on your, on your Xbox and everything all right. this is you've got to play all these it's a beautiful colourful board game about yeah. uh, building like train lines and ferry lines around the world and, and you can you can get them from like Europe or Germany or Asia and all that kind of stuff so you know I, I know sometimes people might think oh because so you get a weird reaction sometimes when you say to people let's go play board games yeah they might roll their eyes a little bit but i think this is definitely in your wheelhouse so here's the thing right i am very much up for this i'm uh-huh. looking forward to it yeah it's a, yeah and i out tonight out and i out and i out i know this is in your wheelhouse but i am looking forward to it but on the other side of things you would have to say this is it's a curious team building event <laughs> isn't it is that fair that is fair to say and by the way this is this is not marriage counseling that we're having here we, we, we're just having a team night out because we felt like we deserve it yeah. there's nothing going on but you're right I, I mean most people just normally go sit around the, the pub wouldn't they exactly yeah yeah so it's a bit of an odd one so if, if, if you have gone on you know an odd team building thing whether it's you know a work well it's but primarily I guess these are going to be work it could be maybe a you know some kind of social football team or something like that that's fallen apart and you all need to bond or whatever maybe you've done the zip wire thing in Wales exactly gone and done a zip wire want to hear about that yeah so if you have gone on a, on a, a, a curious team building event we want to hear about them because ours is board games with Bush tonight our deputy head of music Tim has just emailed to say we love tickets to ride in this house best new board game in years alright okay I'm hearing good things. Tim loves it. You don't need to persuade me. I am looking forward to this. Tim likes it. I'm worried that people are taking this the wrong way and they think that we're going on a team night out because I'm being particular about something and we're all trying to make Richie happy. I'm, I'm fine. We're going to, it's going to be good. We will make sure that little Lord Richie has a good time. <laughs> Tracy says uh, an escape room. I don't think oh. an escape room is, is the right kind of um, team night for us. What's your view on escape rooms? I've never done one but I just fear that you and I would get locked in. We'd be terrified terrible wouldn't we absolutely we just give in I think just sit down on the couch and just... never, have you done one I've done one in a crate and it just I got really claustrophobic in a crate it was, it was in Leicester Square it was for a new video game that was coming out I went there as part of like a press thing yeah. and they locked you in a crate oh no thanks like a container no, he goes no, on a boat I was like what is going on here this is awful glass blowing says this text here. Imagine that we're all going glass blowing tonight team bonding exercise for the whole day it was really really good I find glass blowing fascinating to watch. Would I try and do it myself as a novice on a bonding exercise? I, I don't think because if that goes wrong and you suck rather than you blow, that that is just going to be 
awful. I think that's good advice for a most of life, to be honest with you. <laughs> Imagine having five pints of Guinness and going glass blowing. I don't think so. Uh, Charlie says, I had a team building away day with a former company at an old house in Ipswich. Usual stuff during the day. Then listen to this. In the evening, we had to get dressed up in Regency costumes and learn era-appropriate dances. Wow. Could be worse than board games, couldn't it? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Have you been an unusual team night out? We're not costumes tonight, are we? Well, let's see what happens. Got your train conductor outfit ready. Dave says, went on a gin-making team-building night out. We all learnt about the history of gin, the flavours and tasting, then set about creating our own bottle. I had a cold. I couldn't taste anything. I've still got my creation, undrunk at home after three years. It's horrible. Oh, come on, mate, try it. Might be worth a few, Bob. It's been under the stairs for that long. Mike in London, though, says, unusual team-building nights out. I used to work in a company in Japan, and after an all-day seminar, we went to the company's onsen, which is a Japanese-style spa, and the whole team got naked together. No clothes or trunks allowed in the onsen. Try that. See you in the onsen. Um, how should we end it? I feel like it needs us, you know, that was pretty, what, well, you know, it was quite a dramatic statement to start with. We need equally dramatic end. It is now over. Okay, this is getting ridiculous now.